Welcome to Season 3 of A New Voice of Freedom. The podcasts are taken from the four volumes In Defense of Christianity, written by Ronald Keith Messer. Podcast 105 is entitled, The Last Days, Part 10, The Resurrection. Most Christians, I think it is safe to say, believe in a literal resurrection. The model is Christ himself. When Christ came forth from the tomb, he looked like his former self. He talked with the saints. He ate fish with the apostles. And as they thus spake, Jesus himself stood in the midst of them, and saith unto them, Peace be unto you. But they were terrified and affrighted, and supposed that they had seen a spirit. And he said unto them, Why are ye troubled, and why do thoughts arise in your hearts? Behold my hands and my feet, that it is I myself. Handle me and see, for a spirit hath not flesh and bones as ye see me have. And when he had thus spoken, he showed them his hands and his feet. And while they yet believed not for joy, and wondered, he said unto them, Have ye here any meat? And they gave him a piece of a broiled fish and of an honeycomb. And he took it and did eat before them. Luke twenty four thirty six through 43 Christ was the first to be resurrected. Every man in his own order, Christ the firstfruits, afterward they that are Christ's at his coming. 1 Corinthians fifteen twenty three. Immediately after the resurrection of Christ, many saints rose from the dead. And the graves were opened, and many bodies of the saints which slept arose, and came out of the graves after his resurrection, and went into the holy city, and appeared unto many. Matthew twenty-seven fifty-two through 53 Everyone will be resurrected. And have hope toward God, which they themselves also allow, that there shall be a resurrection of the dead, both of the just and unjust. Acts 24.15 Marvel not at this, for the hour is coming in the which all that are in the grave shall hear his voice, and shall come forth they that have done good unto the resurrection of life, and they that have done evil unto the resurrection of damnation. John 5.25-29 There is a first resurrection and a second resurrection. The righteous will be the first to be resurrected. For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of an archangel and with the trump of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise first. Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, and so shall we ever be with the Lord. 1 Thessalonians 4, 16-17 Tremendous blessings shall be given to those who come forth in the first resurrection. Blessed and holy is he that hath part in the first resurrection. On such the second death hath no power, but they shall be priests of God and of Christ, and shall reign with him a thousand years. Revelation 26 All resurrected bodies are perfect in every way. There will be no sickness, no disease, no deformities, no bald heads, no wrinkled flesh, no infirmities. 
The differences in the resurrection, however, will be demonstrated in light, knowledge, and power. We can actually improve the quality of our resurrection. According to the laws of God, we live on earth. Women received their dead raised to life again, and others were tortured, not accepting deliverance that they might obtain a better resurrection. Hebrews 11.35 I am sure that all of us want a better resurrection. In fact, we can actually divide the resurrection into good, better, and best. The Apostle Paul does that for us. First of all, Paul strongly argues for the resurrection. Now if Christ be preached that he rose from the dead, how say some of you that there is no resurrection of the dead? But if there be no resurrection of the dead, then is Christ not risen? And if Christ be not risen, then is our preaching vain and our faith is also vain? Yea, and we are found false witnesses of God, because we have testified of God that he raised up Christ, whom he raised not up, if so be that the dead rise not. For if the dead rise not, then is not Christ raised? And if Christ be not raised, your faith is vain, ye are yet in your sins. Then they also which are fallen asleep in Christ have perished. If in this life only we have hope in Christ, we are of all men most miserable. But now is Christ risen from the dead, and become the firstfruits of them that slept. For since by man came death, by man came also the resurrection of the dead. For as in Adam all die, even so in Christ shall all be made alive. 1 Corinthians fifteen twelve through 22 Paul asks a very important question. But some man will say, How are the dead raised up, and with what body do they come? 1 Corinthians fifteen thirty five. In most cases, when an apostle and a prophet ask a question, they immediately supply the answer. Paul follows that pattern. There are also celestial bodies and bodies terrestrial. For the glory of the celestial is one, and the glory of the terrestrial is another. There is one glory of the sun, and another glory of the moon, and another glory of the stars. For one star differeth from another star in glory. So also is the resurrection of the dead. It is sown in corruption. It is raised in incorruption. It is sown in dishonor. It is raised in glory. It is sown in weakness. It is raised in power. 1 Corinthians fifteen forty through 43 Notice that Paul distinguishes the resurrection by the levels of glory. He defines three different levels of glory in the resurrection. One shines like the sun, the celestial body. One shines like the moon, the terrestrial body. And one shines like the stars. He also adds that as one star differeth from another star in glory, so also is the resurrection of the dead. In other words, in the resurrection, one resurrected body will differ from another in the brightness of its glory. Apparently, the levels of those who shine like the stars are seemingly infinite in variety. Clearly, however, Paul is looking at it from an earthly position. As we look up into the heavens, the stars, as beautiful and bright as they are, shine dimmer than the moon. The moon, as glorious 
as it is at its brightest, is dimmer than the sun. Therefore, in rating the glory, good would be to shine like the stars, better would be to shine like the moon, and best would be to shine like the sun. This was revealed to Daniel 600 years previously. And many of them that sleep in the dust of the earth shall awake, some to everlasting life, and some to shame and everlasting contempt. And they that be wise shall shine as the brightness of the firmament, and they that turn many to righteousness as the stars forever and ever. Daniel 12, 1-4 The light of Christ is always compared to the sun. And his countenance was as the sun shineth in his strength. Revelation 1.16 Both John and Paul saw the resurrected Christ. The good news is that those who follow Christ and endure to the end will also shine like the sun. Who shall change our vile body, that it may be fashioned like unto his glorious body, according to the working whereby he is able even to subdue all things unto himself? Philippians 3.21 For if we have been planted together in the likeness of his death, we shall be also in the likeness of his resurrection. Romans 6, 5 In other words, we will be glorified together, Paul tells us. And whom he justified, them he also glorified. Romans 8, 30 Jesus said, Then shall the righteous shine forth as the sun in the kingdom of their father. Who hath ears to hear, let him hear. Matthew 13, 43 Those whose bodies shine like the sun at the resurrection will live with Christ in his kingdom. John the Revelator says a startling thing. He saw the new Jerusalem coming down out of heaven and placed on earth. And I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth were passed away, and there was no more sea. And I, John, saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down from God out of heaven, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. And I heard a great voice out of heaven, saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with man, and he will dwell with them, and they shall be his people, and God himself shall be with them and be their God. And God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes, and there shall be no more death, neither sorrow nor crying, neither shall there be any more pain, for the former things are passed away. And he that sat upon the throne said, Behold, I make all things new. And he said unto me, Write, for these words are true and faithful. Revelation 21, 1-5 John said, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men, and he will dwell with them, and they shall be his people, and God himself shall be with them and be their God. The vision of John continued. And I saw no temple therein, for the Lord God Almighty and the Lamb are the temple of it, and the city had no need for the sun, neither of the moon, to shine in it, for the glory of God did lighten it, and the Lamb is the light thereof. And the nations of them which are saved shall walk in the light of it, and the kings of the earth do bring their glory and honor into it. Revelation 21, 22-24 Only those resurrected beings who shine like the sun will be comfortable living in the city of lights. 
The life we live now determines the resurrection we will receive hereafter. If we strive to live a Christ-like life and endure to the end, then we will be invited into the new Jerusalem. It will be written in our faces, John tells us. Beloved, now are we the sons of God, and it doth not yet appear what we shall be. But we know that when he shall appear, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. And every man that hath this hope in him purifieth himself, even as he is pure. Whosoever committeth sin transgresseth the law, for sin is the transgression of the law. 1 John 3, 2-4 Everything we do is based on laws. The laws of the Holy Scriptures are a guidebook, or a handbook on how to become resurrected with a celestial body, or a body that shines like the sun, so that we can live in a resurrected state with Christ throughout the eternities. People in all three glories spoken of by Paul are saved by Christ and will live in eternal bliss. But only those whose bodies shine like the sun will live in the presence of Christ forever. It is according to the law of agency. Christ established the conditions required to live with him in the new Jerusalem. We choose whether or not we obey those laws. Salvation covers the vast majority of the children of God because Christ has the keys to hell. Once they have paid for their sins, Christ will let them out of their prison and only then will they be resurrected and stand before him in the final judgment. Those are the ones who do not come forth until the second resurrection. They are the ones who must first serve their time in hell for their unrepented sins. But only the sons of perdition will be barred eternally from the light of Christ. But there is salvation in all the kingdoms of God. For in his house are many mansions. But to inherit the kingdom of God with Christ, one must be exalted to his throne. In Christ's own words, To him that overcometh will I grant to sit with me in my throne, even as I also overcame and am set down with my Father in his throne. Revelation 3.21 The good news is that Christ invites all to come unto him. And behold, I come quickly, and my reward is with me, to give every man according as his work shall be. I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end, the first and the last. Blessed are they that do his commandments, that they may have right to the tree of life, and may enter in through the gates into the city. For without our dogs and sorcerers and whoremongers and murderers and idolaters, and whosoever loveth and maketh a lie. I, Jesus, have sent mine angel to testify unto you these things in the churches. I am the root and the offspring of David, and the bride and morning star. And the spirit and the bride say, Come, and let him that heareth say, Come, and let him that is athirst come, and whosoever will, let him take the water of life freely. Revelation 22, 12-17 Thank you for listening. Watch for our next podcast. In Defense of Christianity is available at RonaldMesser.com.